Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening to First Responder Psychological Support. My name is Sarah Gura, and I am a master's level licensed clinical professional counselor, an EMDR therapist, and a yoga teacher. My practice is the self-care path in Burridge, Illinois, where I treat first responders. And this is season four, episode one, meditation. And as always, before I get started, I'd like to encourage everyone to take a nice deep breath in. And when you exhale, maybe just allow yourself to sink a little bit heavier in whatever posture you're in. And maybe just take a moment to listen to any sounds that are around you, including my voice and including my pug, Shadow, who will probably snore in the background. And just notice that sound as you allow your spine to get some integrity in its posture. Maybe straighten yourself out. Maybe pull the shoulders down and away from the ears. Maybe align your rib cage and your hips over one another in a comfortable way. I always call that knitting the ribs. I want to knit them right over my hips in a really nice alignment that's comfortable. And maybe spread your toes and just sort of ground yourself, whether you're sitting down and you can put your feet on the ground or maybe you're laying down. And if you're standing and walking around, maybe just take a moment to pause and find a posture that just allows you to take a moment for yourself. Even spreading your hands like starfish, really feeling that stretch between each finger. It's important sometimes to take a moment to really feel your body. I always tell people I don't even bother trying to work with someone's thoughts or feelings until their body is in a comfortable position, especially if they're escalated. So I like to do this little bit of a reset before my podcast to remind people that we have to take our breaths and we have to relax our body. And so what I'm going to do now is tell you what this particular podcast is going to be about uh, as far as the meditation that I'm going to choose. And I call it meet yourself because as a trauma therapist, there are many parts of ourself that can get activated or that stay grounded, um, that can get in conflict with one another or create problems for us. We have a self, we have an ego, we have a me, myself, and an I. Uh, those are brief ways maybe to just recognize um, the different parts of ourself. And another way to think about that might be A part of me wants to have pizza tonight, uh, but another part of me wants to stay on my healthy food choice. (laughs) Uh, Part of me might want to go for a run, but another part of me is feeling sort of tired and maybe doesn't want to do any exercise. A part of me wants to save money and a part of me wants to, uh, you know, go buy myself some shoes. (laughs) I love shoe shopping. So anyway... Um, 
when we are more aware of the different parts of ourself, it can be helpful in recognizing our patterns. Recognizing our patterns allows us to make choices to change uh, when we notice that pattern no longer serves us. And so the meet yourself is something that we do passively and sometimes very overtly in therapy sessions. Uh, In particular, I may say to a client, I want you to imagine the school picture of your own, your own school picture of when that memory happened between you and your dad. So if you were a third grader, I want you to picture your third grade picture and see if you can remember you know, what you wore, what you looked like in third grade, maybe who your teacher was. So we're not in this meditation yet. Obviously, I'm just explaining ways that maybe you can notice the different parts of yourself or the way that you can pinpoint who you're going to go meet. And I encourage you maybe to use this meditation once it gets started to go back to maybe the toughest age that you experienced as someone under 18 years old. And maybe you're thinking of that guy or gal right now and what they particularly suffered or what they went through. And that's already or should already be activating you a little bit. The other thing before we get into this meditation practice is I want you to picture where you might like to meet that person and you might decide something different once you're in the meditation. Um, But sometimes people will meet themselves out in the mountains or on a beach or in a tree house or their old neighborhood or maybe a path of some kind. Maybe it's in a forest or out on the water, uh, maybe on a dock or something like that. So maybe just kind of picture whatever would be really comfortable for you now so that you can use that later. But another thing that I want to address as far as like, why am I doing this? You know, season one was an introduction, season two, season three, I'm talking about information and um, really just trying to do some psychology education. So it, it made sense to me to start season four in a calm way to sort of say, okay, we got through three seasons of information. Let's start this one out in a very self-caring way to set the tone for how we use psychology information and how we make psychology relevant to you and uh, put some of these things to practice. You know, if we say have a self-care plan, have a wellness plan, have a behavior change plan, learn how to make choices, well, well, let's put it to practice. Another reason that I decided to start off this way is at the time of this recording, we're approaching fall 2021. And in the last couple of years, I have never had so many workman's comp cases for psychological injuries and uh, subpoenas. Because when you file a workman's comp, obviously, uh, they want to see what's going on. And it made me really aware also of uh, people that were burnt out in the job because there was a lot of retirement in the last couple of years between 2020 and 2021. 
we're also talking a lot about how people aren't really signing up (laughs) or applying, right? They're not doing the application process. And as every generation does, we sort of look at the new guys like they're so naive and they don't know how to do anything. And that very well may be true. Um, We are lacking parental supervision. And there are a lot of divorced parents, a lot of absent dads. And if I say absent dads, then I'll say crazy moms too. And I don't mean to judge. I'm just trying to talk Uh, as openly and honestly as possible. And so anyway, kids are sort of raised without supervision, without people spending time with them and teaching them things. And if you don't teach them things, they don't grow up to know how to. And so some of them, when they're in their first year or at academy, uh, that is when they're going to learn if you're willing to teach them. And they are looking for mentors, teachers, consultants, father figures, And if you're a little too burnt out and you lost your compassion and you don't have empathy for a younger generation, it's going to be hard to teach them. And I'm certainly not talking about the fact that uh, they need teachers and you should step up to be that teacher. That's not my point. It's just sort of the state that we're in that when you go to work, uh, that might be how you learn to become an adult. And it doesn't happen beforehand. And if it did happen beforehand, it's it's a very different type of growing up in a different generation with different issues and different problems. And so anyway, I find myself talking about, you know, budget issues and how first responders are experiencing a lot of stress and prejudice and discrimination and that they're not sure if they you know, can or even want to do this job if uh, the risks become um, more than what they signed up for. So anyway, I would love for you to try this meditation. I'm going to see if we can just relax ourselves again. And then I'll give you some directions on how to go meet yourself and if you do not choose to meet your younger self necessarily, Maybe you just need to take a nice good look at you and you're welcome to do that as well. So uh, if you can, I encourage you to take a nice deep breath in wherever you're at and on a slow exhale, I would like for you to close your eyes. And again, we're going to try to find that alignment where you straighten the spine and elongate it. See if you can get as tall as you are comfortable with. And go ahead and lower the jaw so that it's parallel to the ground. So if in stretching your spine out, you looked up a little bit, I would like you to just get the cervical spine in alignment by lowering the jaw just a little bit. And maybe relax the jaw as you pull the shoulders down and away from the ears, sort of Maybe take a couple rolls where you roll your shoulders back and you can feel your shoulders tucking in to your back, just sort of rolling down. And then go ahead and take a moment to knit the rib cage. Again, see what it means to your body to align the ribs over the hip bones. And whether you're sitting or you're laying down, 
maybe just allow all the weight at the contact point to just sink in. And as you do that, again, spread your toes and release. Maybe take a moment to spread your fingertips again. And if you'd like, maybe fold your hands together so that each finger is in the uh, crease or the in-between parts of your fingers and give it a nice squeeze, sort of like prayer hands. And then you can release that. And some people like to keep contact with their fingertips. So pinky to pinky, ring finger to ring finger, uh, middle finger to middle finger, pointer to pointer and thumb to thumb. And then you can press your palms together. Maybe give it a nice push. And if you'd like to go ahead and release that as well. And just find a really nice position for each part of your body to rest. And then again, pull your attention to your breathing. Noticing the breath, again, not necessarily intervening with it, but just noticing that you breathe on your own. Taking a moment to relax the skin on your face. Maybe squeeze your eyes shut and then let all that tension out of your face by just letting everything set where it wants to. You can even lift your eyebrows and then let them rest down. If your mouth is closed, you might notice that your tongue is at the roof of your mouth behind the back of your teeth. Just notice that as you're breathing. Then I want you to take a nice deep breath in. And on the exhale, see if you can just sink down a little deeper into some relaxation. And I want you to think of that place maybe that you thought of before. Or maybe a new place. But pick a place to meet yourself and start walking in that space. I want you to notice where you're at. Really take a moment to get a visual. Maybe focus in on one specific detail and really see the color of it. Look around and see the shapes. Notice whatever you need to notice so that you can remember the details of the space where you're going to meet yourself. And then take a moment to take another breath in like you're trying to smell something, like you're trying to recognize what this place might smell like. Are you outside? Are you inside? What is a comforting smell that you would like to be there? Just notice what that would be like. Maybe take a moment to notice what you would hear in that space. And really listen for it. 
Listen for something that would make you feel so comfortable and so relaxed, like you were in the safest place you've ever been. Just really hear that for a moment as you look around in this space, as you smell the space. I also want you to notice what the weather is like. Take a moment to allow that weather to be whatever it is you want it or need it to be to create comfort. Notice the temperature. Notice how that feels on your skin when you imagine it. Maybe with another breath, notice what you're wearing. Maybe look down at yourself. Notice your clothes. And then I want you to imagine yourself smiling. (laughs) Just allow yourself to smile so big. Maybe just let yourself even laugh a little bit. Or maybe let out a little chuckle. Just take a moment to feel what it feels like to smile. Smile through your whole body. And then I want you to look around to find you. When you see you, I want you to imagine that person walking towards you gently. And I want you to go ahead and start walking toward that person. When you get close enough, I really want you to stop and take a good look. How old are you? As you look at yourself and you determine what age you are, what does your hair look like? What kind of facial expression do you have? What clothes are you wearing? (laughs) Notice your posture, how you're standing as you look at you. Whether it's judged as good, bad, or indifferent, ambiguous, or neutral even. I just want you to notice and accept that that's how you're meeting you right now. Maybe take a moment for both of you as you're looking at each other to take a nice deep breath in and exhale. And as you look at that person and you meet yourself, I want you to say to each other, taking turns, may you be happy, may you be healthy, May you be safe, and may you be free. In Sanskrit, we say loka samasta sukhinu bhavantu. So we'll say it again. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you be free. Loka Samasta Sukinu Bhavantu.
And regardless of maybe what's going on between the two of you, just take a moment to respect that part of yourself. To smile in each other's direction. To maybe promise that you'll meet again soon. To look around at the place that you chose to meet. And just notice that. And now I want you to take a nice deep breath in. And when you exhale, go ahead and really release. Take another breath at your own pace and your own depth. Keeping the eyes closed, find your exhale. And maybe wiggle your toes as you're coming back to my voice out of the meditation eyes still closed but waking up the body maybe wiggling the fingers maybe moving the neck around gentle circles a slight gentle twist to the right or left if you're sitting maybe bending the knees or straightening them out And on the count of three, I want you to blink your eyes open so you don't have to blink them open. <laughs> I just want you to blink very gently. One, two, three. Blink, blink, blink. And breathe and stretch and maybe move uh, out of that posture into another posture. Just taking a moment to shake it off and I will tell you again, my name is Sarah Gura. I'm a master's level licensed clinical professional counselor at the self-care path in Burridge, Illinois, where I treat first responders. And I'm going to encourage you to take good care, to stay safe and to do life so it doesn't do you. Take good care.